anything and everything. Do you ever wonder how to? Do you ever wonder why? About anything and everything. Then Doris is your guy. Anything and everything will open your mind. Anything and everything with Doris. Anything and everything with Doris is online. Remember. Remember. Anything and everything with Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are having a blessed day. This episode is brought to you by McNeese Construction. There is no job too big or too small. Just give them a call. If you would like to support us, you can do so at www.paypal.me slash Studio. And finally, Yappy Studio has opened a store for you to purchase some really cool items for you, your family, and even your pets. Check it out at www.7.surf. That's S-E, the number seven, E-N dot surf. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you're feeling blessed today. This article was sent to me, and I thought it was interesting enough to share with you. Could this explain much of what the world is experiencing? The title is Trauma-Based Mind Control, and it was written by Greg Reese. In Trauma-Based Mind Control, Trauma is used to hack into the mind and body's defense systems in order to train a person's behavior. This is accomplished in three steps. In step one, the victim's identity is destroyed. This is achieved by depriving the victim of their basic needs and inflicting pain upon them until they become exhausted, confused, and disoriented. In this state, they no longer trust themselves and become receptive to guidance from an outside authority. Step 2. Through a strict system of rewards and punishments, the victim is imprinted with a new identity. The new identity is trained to self-isolate by having it denounce everything associated with the previous identity. And finally, with step three, through the continued use of trauma, the rebuilding of the victim's new self is crafted and maintained, however the mind controller chooses. For this to work, the subject must remain oblivious to the fact that they are being trained. This is accomplished by keeping them in a helpless victim state of mind with the use of trauma. The entire method requires regular, ritualistic abuse to keep the target in the victim's state. Declassified documents show how drugs and sensory overload are used to inflict trauma upon the public, but high-level slaves are often procured from families with an established history of child abuse. Intergenerational or multi-generational trauma abuse 
is when a person abuses their child and that child grows up to abuse their child and that person grows up to abuse their child and so on. This increases a person's susceptibility to trauma-based mind control. Experiments with mice have shown that the offspring of a traumatized pregnant mother are born depressed and exhibit problems socializing with others. A nurturing upbringing by a healthy surrogate mother did not reverse the abnormal behaviors, indicating an in utero transformation of the brain. And bioinformatic analysis revealed long-lasting alterations in the DNA. This is why the CIA is known for targeting children from families of multi-generational child abuse. They are easier to mind control. This is why world leaders are all from the same bloodlines. This brutal technique has been used and understood for centuries. And if a group of people vying for power wanted a loyal army of soldiers, the easiest way would be by breeding them. And the evidence shows that this is how our society was created. From the middle of the 19th century and well into the next, hundreds of thousands of orphans were distributed and sold in the United States and millions worldwide. They were advertised, delivered by train, and sold at fairs. In America, these orphans were being managed and distributed by a private organization from Britain known as the Odd Fellows, many of whom were orphans themselves. The Ancient Order of Odd Fellows is an international fraternity whose members, such as Albert Pike and several U.S. presidents during the orphan train years, were often members of Freemasonic lodges as well. With their first official lodge in the United States established in 1819, the Odd Fellows are officially committed to educating orphans, but they seem to have been procuring them and breeding them as well. The Odd Fellows' first female chapter, the Daughters of Rebecca, was founded right before the orphan trains began and a depiction of their work shows hints of mass breeding and surrogate motherhood. They worked closely with the Odd Fellows at large institutions known as orphan asylums and founding asylums where many members themselves were born. The Rothschild Banking Dynasty provided funding for several of these orphan asylums. According to Philip Eugene de Rothschild, the family has privately bred over a 100,000 offspring, including Adolf Hitler. This is why pedophilia is so prevalent among the families of world leaders. While it is used for extortion, its primary function is for trauma-based mind control. Because to the mind controller, trauma equals transformation. And there is nothing more traumatizing to a person than pedophilia. If you had a million mind control slaves placed in positions of power, 
then you could control entire nations. But only if the masses were also kept in a relative state of trauma. So what do you think about this article? Could this explain a lot of the wicked ways of the world that we're currently living in? Share your thoughts on this subject below. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Don't forget, you can read all the information discussed in our podcast by going to www.yappistudio.blogspot.com. Be sure to check out our show notes below, where you can donate to support us, shop at our store, check out our references, and see what else we offer. Thank you for listening, and God bless. Thank you.